Hi, I'm Rick Barron, your host, and welcome to That's Life, I Swear. As the Ukraine war continues, people worldwide have come to their aid. Countries have provided military assistance, as requested by President Zelensky. Another group came to provide support, but instead of a gun, they brought a spatula. Let's jump into this. The world watched the horrific scenes of Ukrainian towns being torn apart and knocked down from their foundations. The entire country of Ukraine was becoming a disaster zone overnight. There have been many casualties over the past two months, but the one casualty that was hard to watch was people marching endlessly to other towns or other parts of the country to find refuge. While they continued traveling for endless days to reach safety, the vast majority were reaching a point where food and water was becoming scarce and critical to their well-being. Enter Chef Jose Andreas, famed chef, and his World Central Kitchen team. At the outbreak of the Ukraine war, with his culinary skills, Jose brought his team over with the knowledge of past experiences. Establishing kitchens in 10 to 12 Ukrainian cities, providing the transportation of food to the hungry, and ensuring the citizens they would soon have warm meals. He displayed his astuteness in preparing for those leaving Ukraine by having kitchens ready in places like Romania, Hungary, Poland, and Slovakia. What Jose and his team did was even more remarkable because setting up all of this was accomplished all in one day, after the outbreak of the war. As you might have guessed, this wasn't Jose's first rodeo. I like Jose's approach to project management planning. He has none. As he explained to a reporter, his approach is that we come and we begin cooking. It was after the 2010 Haiti earthquake. Andreas formed the World Central Kitchen, which provides healthy food to families and individuals impacted by disasters. Planting the seeds for the growth of the World Central Kitchen, going from various places in the world that needed food, Jose soon crafted his skill in dealing with disasters in a very expeditious manner. So who is Jose Andreas? Jose was born in Spain. During the time he lived there, he discovered a passion for cooking. However, as he learned the fine art of cooking, he had help along the way. First, his parents taught him various skill sets about preparing meals. But where he polished his craft was working in the kitchen of Chef Ferran Andreas' groundbreaking avant-garde restaurant, El Bulli. Then, at the age of 22, Jose's spirit for adventure soon gave him the spirit to pack his bags and head out to the United States in 1991. I mean, what better place to start your cooking career? As time progressed, Jose worked at various New York restaurants and from there working in Washington, D.C., where he and his partners established a group of restaurants that have earned countless fans and won numerous awards over the years. Jose is not one to sit still. He soon partnered with Robert Wilder to form the Think Food Group. Its mission was simple, to change the world through the power of food. But unbeknownst to Jose, his calling 
would come into play at this moment in his life. With the creation of the Think Food Group, he would share his passion for cooking for a greater purpose. Jose's entry point to sharing his fine art of cooking was in 2010, during the Haiti earthquake. It was while there, the foundation for forming the World Central Kitchen came into play. This Haiti event would be the start of his humanitarian work. While in Haiti, Jose not only cooked meals, he learned the cuisine of the people there. For example, he discovered the fine art of being schooled and cooking black beans, mashed and served into a creamy sauce. Jose would take this learning lesson and carry it forward to other places he would soon see. The mission of the World Central Kitchen is to provide healthy food to families impacted by disasters. Their approach is not just dumping bags of potatoes, rice, and letting the recipients figure out how to mix and cook, but actually to set up kitchen camps. Jose's team looks to hire local inhabitants to help them and quickly kick it into high gear to start the recovery process in providing warm meals for those who have been impacted by disaster. Jose sees food as a means to an end. Food is a jumpstart to help rekindle a sense of community. By getting locals involved in the cooking process, they feel a positive sense of rebuilding their spirits and preventing what is vital to avoid human hunger getting worse. The World Central Kitchen has traveled many miles worldwide since its inception. They brought food relief to such areas as Puerto Rico when it was hit by Hurricane Maria, where they served over 4 million meals. In addition, they helped those in need during the years of COVID-19, the terrible bushfires that torched various parts of Australia from 2019 to 2020, and other tragic events. Why did Jose create the World Central Kitchen? From his perspective, food is a focal point. It's the glue that holds life and families together, particularly in crises such as major storms, famine, and even war. For those who fell into those unexpected dark moments that disrupted their lives, seeing Jose's team coming down the road they realize that even when you're on your knees in despair, someone out there truly cares about your well-being. For Jose and his team, their mindset was the bombing and the bullets flying be damned. They were here to bring hope to the Ukrainians. So what can we learn from this story? For Jose and his World Central Kitchen team, it's really all in a day's work. Even while working under conditions of constant bombing, Jose's team proved nothing could or would deter them from fulfilling the purpose of their mission, and that was to ensure that those in need of food would not stay hungry and not be forgotten. Think about this. Within weeks, World Central Kitchen created partnerships with restaurants and food trucks to distribute meals to people at border crossings, shelters, train stations, and other regions, including Ukraine, of course, Poland, Hungary, Moldova, and Romania. Jose has dealt with worldwide disasters, but the Ukraine war was something completely new to him and his team. As his team moved from town to town, he saw firsthand 
The Horror of War. Scenes such as witnessing a car blown apart and seeing what were children's seats. Did they survive? Did the family make it to safety? Why was this happening? Why did it need to happen? It was seeing those moments where Ukrainians who hadn't had a decent meal in 20 to 30 days, their expressions of happiness, coupled with despair, the horror of war etched on their faces, while at the same time seeing joy and relief of a helping hand. During his visit to Puka, the town that got ripped apart from the Russian bombing, Jose ran short on food and needed to leave to collect additional supplies. He assured the town he would come back. With everything the people in Buka had been through, it was no surprise that some had their doubts he would return. Well, returned he did. Jose could see the reactions of the townspeople when he came back with additional supplies. He witnessed a comfort look of relief on their faces. Reassurance, if you will, that even in this terrible turbulence to their lives, there was indeed hope. Despite the loss of so many people, sad as it is, life must move on. Watching the evening news, I heard a Ukrainian say, It is what it is. We must continue. That spirit only intensified Jose and his team to continue their efforts. Other contributions the World Central Kitchen provided were working with local partners to help provide warm meals and deliver 25-pound food bags for those who could cook at home. Their efforts covered approximately 90 Ukrainian cities and towns, Poland, Moldova, Romania, Hungary, and even Spain. As a result of this unity to help, over 300,000 meals a day were delivered and transported 6.1 million pounds of food. While there, a Russian missile struck a community kitchen operated by Jose's team during their stay. As a result, four workers at Andrea's World Central Kitchen partner restaurant were wounded and dozens of others. Tragically, one person was killed. One would have thought that Jose's team would have called it quits after being struck, thinking that risking their lives just wasn't worth it. Well, like hell they were going to quit. Those who were wounded were even more determined to come back to the kitchen once they were healed. They came here for a purpose and refused to be deterred from a little man in Moscow sitting at the end of a long white table. Jose said it best when asked if his stay in Ukraine was scary. His reply? It is scary. Of course. It's a war. You can be hit by a bomb or a missile at any time. But people need our help. With a spatula in hand and a strong determination not to be stopped, Jose proved to the Ukrainians and the world that nothing is impossible. Jose's team were heroes in aprons and told Mr. Putin that the world would stand by them and they would do it with a spatula instead of a gun. At the time of this episode, approximately 4.6 million Ukrainians have left their country as refugees. They've gone to Poland, Hungary, Romania, Slovakia. Others have traveled even further to Germany, England, and the United States. To translate 4.6 million in a more visual context, it's the equivalent of the states of Louisiana, 
Kentucky, Oregon, and Oklahoma, whose total populations range from 4 million to 4.6 million. Let's try to visualize that, and I think you'll get the picture. As Jose and his team provide warm meals and relief to the people of Ukraine, perhaps there is a future chef amongst the crowd who will one day come into the same career path as Jose. When they do, they will tell others the story of another chef that came to their towns and gave them inspiration that life will improve and get better. I know it's a cliche, but we need more people like Jose. I think Jose expressed it very well his purpose for what he does today. And I quote, At least feeding people is what makes sense. Longer tables, people working together to make sure that one plate of food at a time, we can bring hope of a better world tomorrow. Well, there you go. That's life, I swear. As always, thank you for listening. And be sure to subscribe here or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. See you soon.